Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast 40 for 40. We are blazing again through bowl games of the 2015-2016 college football bowl season. We've been doing this thing where we ask Holly, who does not know any of the bowl games because she checked out of football on like October 31st. We've been trying to get her to guess these, and I think this one's going to be an easy one. It is the Popeye's Bahamas Bowl, which, Jason, you can disagree with me if you like. I think in its first year in Inception, rocketed to the top 10 of all bowl games currently active in college football. No? I'd have a hard time disagreeing with that, both in locale, uh, in sponsor, Mm. in the clear enjoyment of everyone who somehow scraped together enough money to get there. Uh, and in the extremely me- medium quality of all the teams who played in the game. Yes, and it, which is pretty much everything you want in a bowl game, right? Interesting sponsor, interesting locale. Two mid-range teams who are going to play just enough undisciplined football to keep things interesting. And in this year's case, Holly, I'm just going to start this off by saying it's reverse alphabetical order, and one of those teams involves an actual live crazy person. Oh, which crazy person? The crazy person. The crazy person, Bobby Bowden. <laughs> Did anyone ever call Bobby Bowden crazy? Like, he's just, a good kid. That dude is off his rocker. <laughs> he tried a trick play. Wow. <laughs> no, I mean, if I told you actual live crazy person, college football coach. Actual live crazy. I still don't if feel I like told that narrows you, it down. If I told you that what you need to do in Wait, life. Wait, a crazy person that we like or a crazy person that we don't like? Yeah, good crazy. Row. Good crazy. Row. Row. PJ! Yes. Actual live crazy person PJ Fleck in this bowl game. with PJ Fleck on the beach. Oh, my God. He's going to have him recreating D-Day for walkthrough. <laughs> oh, my God. Coach, we supposed to use live ammo? PJ Fleck is going to be out there burying salvaged World War II mines and having his team dig them up by position group. I like that the Fleckopedia is so dense and so vast that he's got weird shit he was saying three years ago that everyone's already forgotten about. Like he was at some pool in the Bahamas or whatever taking photos of like these glow-in-the-dark fish. And, and and calling back to some weird thing he said like two years ago about glow-in-the-dark fish that everyone just forgot about. Oh, like the he, necton mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's like he's like. How could you forget the necton mentality? Oh, God, it's like PJ, PJ Fleck is going to bring an actual shark home. It's yep. like PJ, PJ Fleck, Fleck fan is, service. Oh God, PJ Fleck is going to wade into the ocean and try to commune with a shark and do that thing where he strokes it on its tummy and it kind of passes out, and then he's going to take it around as his conciliary. Yeah, you know Atlantis has that big water slide that goes all the way down out of the hotel and it goes into this big wave pool and you can kind of see there's little windows of plexiglass built into the water slide so you can see people flying through it well he's gonna have the team assembled in that wave pool in atlantis they'll be about ankle deep and they'll just see him and some other shadowy gray figure sort of embraced and heading down in tandem and as they come out and they slide out uh it'll turn out that that's pj fleck looking ripped as hell right because he's one of those dudes who's mysteriously ripped and well, he's like 19 years old. He is. Well, that and also, I I can't see him ever sitting still long enough for a calorie. No, to not he's get like a shark himself. He's like a Mako. Yeah, and Mako so, mentality. So that's him. He'll just he'll just have the sh- the shark over his shoulder lovingly as he exits, perfect, ripped and unflawed 
all the way up to his team. And then he'll tell them something like, did you know in the Bahamas Bowl, no team named Western Michigan has ever gone in and lost that game by by any amount of points. And people will go, like, wow, that's a stat. I love PJ Flex so much. I like the idea of referring to a man this broken mentally as unflawed. This this man with this 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 deep of a of a of a fracture between his his mind and reality. <laughs> well, I I disagree with that utterly. Hey, okay, because it's nautical themed. Can we talk about the piece of PJ Fleck memorabilia that sits in my office? Yes, Holly. Please, can I tell do. the story? Yes, I have to tell this story because I'm not sure how many people know this story. Which is the first time I ever interviewed PJ Fleck, which was right after he got hired, because it was immediately apparent that he was a real life crazy person in the best possible way. Enough to make me detour to Kalamazoo, like after going to Ann Arbor uh, in the dead of summer, just to go meet this crazy person. And we're leaving. He's like, hang on, I got something for you. And I think he's handing me a card or something. And I turn around and he's got a full size wooden oar, like you would put into a literal goddamn rowboat. Like it's six feet tall, it's taller than me. And he's like, hang on. He pulls out a Sharpie and he's got a brown Sharpie because he found a brown Sharpie somewhere. <laughs> And it says he autographed it and he gave it to me and I drove all the way home with it sticking. It won't even fit in the rental car. I have to like drive home with this oar sticking out the window, like from Michigan to Georgia. And it's, I have it to this day and it says to Holly elite interview, triple exclamation point, row the boat. <laughs> How can this man lose the Popeye's Bahamas? Bowl? I am ride or die for PJ Fleck until the heat death of the universe. Yeah, I think that the thing is that that is his business card. He just <laughs> has, yeah, exactly. He just, has, he just has rows upon rows of oars, and he printed up like eight thousand of them. Like, oh, he's, well. he's got a three D printer. <laughs> got to start. Got to start handing them out. There's some PJ Fleck was three D printed. There's some forest in like northern Wisconsin that you're like, man, this thing got deforested fast. What the hell? Like, I don't know. Some dude had a bunch of commemorative oars. He needed them overnight. He also, by the way, when they played Ohio State, really like had them believing they were going to beat Ohio State for about three seconds. This is what I'm saying. He's fantastic at his job. And walked in and just stuck his finger up and goes, run the boat. So he says elite a lot. Probably. Well, you should, you mentioned the elite interview thing, and I just remembered uh, noticing when he kept when he was describing the Bahamas Bowl to his players, he kept calling it an elite bowl, by oh. which I think he meant you get to stay in a really tall building, um, and which you know he could also, also could have meant like uh, it's a bowl, therefore it's elite. But it's just an interest, another interesting word to add to the lexicon. Well, the it's flex, an elite bowl flexicon. for Western Michigan. Can we also point out that as much as we're talking about, oh, he's a crazy person, oh, he's disconnected. Western Michigan is in consecutive goddamn bowls. Yep. Yeah, that doesn't happen. No. No, no. no. He's, he's actually... Like, disconnected hell. PJ Fleck is the secret. He's manifesting his wishes into the physical realm. He's a goddamn wizard. Look at their recruiting rankings. They Look. torch everyone in their... All their peers uh, are, have no hope of catching up. I want to play football for him. Sit in a room with him for five minutes. You want to run through a cinder block wall. I mean, in a good way, not in that bad way. Oh, no, not in that bad way. Yeah, because like, if you sat in a room with like Tim Beckman for five minutes, you'd also <laughs> want to run through a brick wall. <laughs> and he oh, would have I, no guys, sympathy like for you if you did. I'd like to pause this podcast real quick and wish a very Merry Christmas on December 21st to Tim Beckman's mom. <laughs> it's happy, happy Christmas to Tim Beckman's mom. Lasagna! Actually, she celebrates, uh, I believe it's spring solstice on that day. Mm. Yeah. The... Uh, <laughs> There's another team, Jason. 
Did we um, just go like oh, 17 right. jokes deep in our own Inception lexicon? We did. We got too deep in the flexicon, and now we need to flex out of that and head to our next team. Jason, this is a little trickier. I think this is yeah. this is high difficulty because they, they, this team is like Boise State, but uh, but on the East Coast and bland. Yeah. Um, it's not as fun as Western Michigan, and I'm losing interest. It's uh, Well, it's like Boise State, both in color and mascot. Mm-hmm. It's a Bronco. Who's... Huh? Huh? Wait, we already not, have Broncos. Not, not exactly Bronco, but Just a horse. Bronco on Bronco action. It's hey, a horse. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna butt in here and I'm there just gonna, is a McDonald's I'm, in its in its college town. I'm gonna lay some Tennessee on it right now. Okay, hey, it ain't East Tennessee. No, it ain't East Tennessee. This is where oh. would you buy weed? Where Wait, would you buy weed? The, from my brother when he went to school there, Middle Tennessee. Yeah, that's right. That's that's all. Hi, that, mom. Yeah. It ain't West Tennessee. It ain't Etsu. It ain't, it ain't East even Tennessee. properly Middle Tennessee. It ain't well. North Tennessee. There's not a North Tennessee. It's it's long and Man, flat. Murfreesboro is the worst. It's it that, the I, I'm not a this fan. This is the spiritual opposite of Western Michigan. Yeah, I'm not I'm not not big on this. They don't like you. Look at their remarkable season wins, and it, it wasn't a real season. Uh, how's how's this to to continue a theme? They lost to Illinois, so. Uh. Everything's coming up, Illinois. Mm-hmm. The only Mitzvah story I remember from the entire no entire calendar year is uh is Rick Stockstill took a pay cut, and he lost. That's a, the last thing I've heard from he, the school. He lost to Vanderbilt this year, so I think that was actually part of state law. That's, yeah, you probably saw that one coming by charter. I think they had to dock him pay mm. if he wanted to stay employed. So yeah, they come into this game at seven and five. We're not going to talk about Middle Tennessee. The only other thing I want to talk about with this bowl game is that they really are sponsored by Popeyes, which is just yeah. majestic. There, there aren't even any Popeyes in the Bahamas. Yeah, you don't don't need to be though because they have an entire series of flags that they put up, and one of the most beautiful gifts I've ever seen in college football was from this bowl game in year one when they just showed. Like 12 huge white and orange Popeye's flags billowing in the wind of the Caribbean. In a soccer stadium built by the Chinese. <laughs> Spencer, Jason, did you not send an SB Nation employee to the 2014 Popeye's Bahama Bowl? And did something not go terribly awry? I, I mean, it went fine. It went, it went, it went you as, both made as the expected. Same noise. I have the answer that I require. It went, <laughs> I mean, he made it back. <laughs> And he made it to the Cure Bowl and back from that as well. Take that. Okay, nor- that's that's not better. Remember, when somebody says something about online journalism, I want it on my headstone. Attention Northwestern University Journalism School grads. I will find you and I will send you to the Popeye's Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good school. Wait, wait, wait. Roger went to skills. Northwestern? Yeah, yeah, just remember he this. Wait, when- how did Roger go to Northwestern and I've never heard Roger say he went to Northwestern? Oh, that's that's because he's an actual person. Huh. Hmm. That's weird. And, and well, another fun thing is to ask Roger, like, uh, is is Northwestern really good? You know, like, if try to get him to talk shit about his team being good, he won't do it. He can't. He can't be tricked into doing any kind of school unnecessary school pride. I guess. Like, he roots for his team, but just a huh. very, very, very uh, self aware perception of where his school stands, which is just strange. Yeah, you should also know know this too that the really fun thing about sending someone to that bowl game is they get you stories like occasion like this will happen this year too. Football players don't have passports, so inevitably someone has to call a congressman 
and and get them in Atlanta to issue a couple of passports at the last minute for whoever forgets them because that's going to happen. Then again, same thing happens with the Fiesta Bowl. Bored now. <laughs> 